The only way to get what you want is to become a human yourself. Can you do that? In exactly one minute, we'll be back to hear from Walt Disney. Hey guys, in the Season 2, Episode 14. Welcome to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. Yo. And Hunter. Hey. And we're going to be talking to you guys about uh, everything going on with Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and in the studios, and especially Star Wars. But uh, before I get too ahead of myself, here we go. So to start things off, we're going to head over to our home park, which we haven't been in a while. Tears. But, uh, literally tears because they've been, yeah, they've been getting rained out, but, uh, we're going to start over at Disneyland. This is actually more of a Disney parks in general, but I'm going to say Disneyland because we're Disneylanders. Uh, so Beauty and the Beast, uh, preview is finally coming to Disneyland and Disney World. Uh, of course, everyone knew it was coming. I know we had discussed that, that in our last trip, um, they had, a. A sign at the Sunset Showcase at Disney California Adventure and it said you know coming soon and you could see the top of the Beauty and the Beast poster and which I was like whatever I mean we all knew it was coming but uh, uh so for <laughs> to really get out of me just complaining so February 10th is the official date that the Beauty and the Beast uh, preview is gonna be coming to the parks Disney California Adventure like I mentioned is gonna be at the Sunset Showcase at uh, Hollywood Land and in Walt Disney World, it's going to be at Disney Hollywood Studios in One Man's Dream. Because, of course, Walt Disney's greatest dream was to have a preview center for upcoming <laughs> movies in his parks. <laughs> How do you guys feel on these? I think we, we all had the general like consensus agreement on it before that they're kind of stupid and unnecessary. But for yeah. this one, if we're there, I might I, as well go... I mean, in. I totally feel... Like I said, with the previews, I don't I don't like them. I, I rarely see them because I just don't care. But at the same time, I get it. You know, it's an easy thing to fill in that space and uh, it promotes it too. So it's like, you know, synergy. So I know that's one thing that they love. But it's just like, like I don't mind with the Sunset Showcase. I'm going to say this right now. Nathan, get ready. But uh, no one cares that Muppets are never coming back there, okay? Like, it's it's done. They're gone. No one seems to have noticed or cared. But <laughs> um, at Disney at Disney Hollywood Studios, to put it in one man's dream, like, I still feel like that's really just bastardizing, like, the whole point of one man's dream. And I am going to go back a second, too, to complain, too, because I know we talked about it a little while ago, but the Moana meet and greet is in one man's dream also. So it's just like... They're, like, doing as much as they can to be, like, one man's dream is really just whatever we want it to be. <laughs> you know, I agree with you about the, uh, you know, it shouldn't be there, like, the trailer thing. But, you know, like, like I said, like, I get it. They're just trying to make, you know, make it feel all excited and sneak preview. But at the same time, I go look at all that on my phone or just regular TV, you know? Yeah, I mean, they do give you, like the 3d aspect of it because i know um when we went to disney world we all saw the doctor strange one and that was pretty cool because it was in 
you know, uh, 3D or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, I don't care. Like, I don't need to see this. The only time that I saw one that I thought they actually did a great job was Tron Legacy. But I loved Tron Legacy anyway. So it was like, and, and of course, I was there for Electronica. So in general, <laughs> I was there for Tron. You didn't like Tomorrowland preview? <laughs> Well, we're not even gonna bring that up. Yeah, I'm the only one that likes that. No, I, I actually, uh, that one too. The Tomorrowland <laughs> preview cool. was actually a really good preview. But um, it's but that thing. Movies. It's like ultimately, well, no, like, you know, nothing, everything aside from the movies. It's just like ultimately there's no reason. Like, it, it's just a preview. But then at the same time, I do want to complain. And I know, like, people are starting to complain about uh, Star Wars has really taken on uh, Tomorrowland. Like, they've. They've made it a point now that it's there to stay because there was a lot of talk. I know we've talked about it before, especially when it first started and everyone was like, oh, in April, Season of the Force will be taken down. And we were like, no, it's not. Like, that's that's foolish. Star Wars The Force Awakens at that point was almost at $2 billion. Or no, I think it was already at $2 billion. So it was like, they're not taking down Season of the Force. So when Star Wars then, uh, opens, do you think they're going to take it down? You oh, yeah, that's open? when they'll mm-hmm. finally take it down. But... Um, that's what I'm getting at is, uh, and one of the uh, blogs that I read, like the Dateline Disneyland or the Disneyland photo update that they do, um, actually it wasn't even that one. It was their Star Wars land on, uh, Mice Chat. They showed pictures. They just updated, you know, the banners that they have on the People Mover track slash Rocket Rods track, how, uh, they were like, um, old or whatever. They just changed them out with new characters. So you have Ray, Finn, uh, Poe Dameron. Jin, Urso, Cassian, Andor, and then on the other side, you've got, um, you know, all the villains, like the new villains, though, Kylo Ren and Captain Phasma, the new Stormtroopers, like, you just see that and you're just like, yeah, it's not leaving anytime soon. Like, they were, they, they've settled. They want to go gonna to the trouble yeah, but, making new stuff like that. You know, I, it's that same thing, though, that I, I know the reason why is because nothing's really going on at Tomorrowland. And the only thing that is going on is the fact that Star Wars is huge right now. Of course, Star Wars has always been huge, but it's at a, an even bigger level now. So the thing is, is that everyone wants Star Wars, and that's the place they're going to get it. So, you know, once Star Wars Land is open, like, I know they're going to go back to the regular Tomorrowland, but, like, I wonder if they're going to, like, dis- design something new, you know? Because, like, you know how Tomorrowland, like, before the season of the force, it was like that's the one thing they need to, they need to improve. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. What's gonna happen? You know, the rumors that I've heard is that Tomorrowland is like their big one. That after Star Wars Land is done for Disneyland, that's the main one that they're gonna start working on. But well, then there's also, and it's gonna come up later. <laughs> um, but the other thing is that Disney California Adventure now needs another expansion, and Marvel is the rumored expansion. So it looks like what you're going to get is Star Wars, and then you're going to get our Star Wars Land and Disneyland, and then DC is, uh, DCA, DC, DCA is going to get uh, their Marvel Land, and then that's when Tomorrowland's finally going to get its work. But, you know, I mean, it is, but uh, my complaint, though, is, you know, the, la- uh, the Last Jedi, the, um, what, what is it, Path of the Jedi um, preview show, where it's just moments from the trilogy? My thing is, like, you know, with the previews and stuff, why don't they just change that to a Star Wars preview? Like, I don't understand why they're using that with, like, an old film. Like, no one's going to watch that. Like, 
just put in a preview for Rogue One or for even like Star Wars Rebels. Like you're gonna get people going in there if it's rotating, especially kids. Oh, my. Well, uh, Rebels is also big with, uh, you know, adults. And and we're going to get into that later, too, about, like, what they've been doing in that show where they're taking things that were in the expanded universe and now making them true canon again. So it's like, you know, just go go ahead and jump on it. Okay, so uh, to move on. So uh, this is kind of an upsetting one. It's a little bit of a rumor, though. But uh, so... As we all know, the Diamond Celebration at Disneyland has ended, and all the Diamond Celebration stuff has come down, except one. The uh, tops of the, uh, like, the spires of the castle still have the uh, blue, like, I don't know what you really call them, but, like... diamond. (laughs) Well, it's the diamonds on the top, but then it's also the blue, like, uh, coverings over the top of the, uh, over the tops of the spires of the castle. And people are wondering why they did that, because, like, there's pictures online... The castle is completely back to normal, except for that, and it looks odd. But the rumor is that the real reason why those are still there is because underneath them, the roof is actually, like, broken and needs repair and refurbishment. So the rumor is that they're leaving those on until they can, like, either get the money or the time to fix those. I bet you anything, whoever put it up, like, they knew they they actually broke that part, but they're like, ah, we'll fix it in a couple of years. Like when, before they take it down. And then they realize, like, oh my god, we forgot to fix it. Oh, you're, you're thinking maybe they knew it like, <coughs> prior to, to them putting all that stuff on there. Like, well, it's a nice cover-up for now. Yeah. But it might also be just the fact that it's been sitting on there for over two years. Mm-hmm. So there's also the idea that maybe they didn't realize that it was breaking underneath it. Until they went to go remove it. Yeah. And they're like, oh! <laughs> um, and also on that... So, uh, back also with the Diamond Celebration, the Disneyland Forever Fireworks Show had ended back in September, and the five-minute Fantasy in the Sky Fireworks Show replaced it. The rumor right now is that the Remember Dreams Come True Fireworks Show from the 50th anniversary, you know, the uh, happiest homecoming on Earth celebration, is going to be going back and replacing Fantasy in the Sky. And it, it just brings to that whole thing where at Disneyland, nothing... Nothing old ever dies. Like, nothing ever dies there. It's a good fireworks show, though. It's a, it's a very much, like, a, a very nostalgic show. And uh, it's also, like, got a lot of uh, the park in it. Because I know they have, like, a pirate section, a Star Tours. Yep. And they've also got um, Haunted Mansion. So it's, like, you know, though, like, ultimately, I'm like, well, it's not that bad, you know, for it to go back. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite fireworks shows honestly not that that's hard because most of their fireworks shows are good yeah also i did want to throw in there really quickly if uh, you are going to disneyland haunted mansion is back from its holiday makeover uh small world should be coming back in like a week or so so that's a uh, that's good to know if you can get there when it's not raining <laughs> also uh in our rumor mill so there was this rumor going on about Disney Junior. So Disney Junior is going to be going down for um, not really a refurbishment. It's going to be a retooling in April. And there was rumors that what was going to happen is Marvel was going to take over that place. You know, with the Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout coming out. And uh, so the whole idea was that it turns into a Marvel stage show, which to me, awful idea. And they were going to also use it as a meet and greet area. Apparently... That rumor is now dead, 
And uh, the idea is that because Disney Junior is a huge hit, which it always has been, that they're actually going to be repurposing the show into a new version with uh, featuring more of like the new stuff that they got going on. You know, uh, I, and like Hunter said, I'm assuming it's going to be like Lion Guard and Elena and stuff like that, which I mean might make me have to end up going there. I mean, I've heard I've never heard any bad stuff about it, except for the fact that, of course, it's like obviously for children. Yeah. But uh, for the Marvel, the idea is that um, they're going to take over the area. Uh, so it's like, I don't remember what they call it, but it's the stage that's behind like the uh, the fr- uh, the fake fronts. It's where you see like, you know, they have like the Alice in Wonderland or whatever dance yeah. party stupid thing they're calling it Mad now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mad Tea Party. That's what it is. Yeah. So like it's over in that area in front of Mike and Sully to the rescue. So they got this stage. Apparently, the rumor is that uh, Marvel's going to take over that area, and that's going to turn into, like, a full, like, meet-and-greet area, which I do like the idea of that because, of course, you do have the fact that um, they already have Captain America and Spider-Man on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. Of course, I would love for them to bring back, like, the the really cool one that they were doing in Tomorrowland. Like, that huge stage that's, uh, or, uh, back, uh, what is it, backstage or, not backstage, um man i'm forgetting what they call it soundstage that huge soundstage that used to be a restaurant and then was like um like a lounge area and party dance area for the dance parties i feel like they could just use that to do like to redo like the thor the thor one was like so cool to do uh to do it and have like you actually transported to asgard so like i would love to see that come back and and then of course you could change that out but uh you know whatever but the rumor is that that whole area is going to start turning into into uh, Marvel, which, of course, I do want to bring back our Hollywood, you know, our How to Fix Hollywood Land. It looks like for the uh, planned Marvel um, expansion, it's going to be Hollywood Land. And apparently they're, they're just going to be pushing Marvel into that area until they finally get their Marvel e-ticket expansion, which is planned for, like, to open in uh, 2020. But how do you guys feel that I was right? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was already right in general with the Tower of Terror. We were all kind of right about that, though. Remember, you want to tear it down like a maniac. However, I would have preferred that over what they ended up doing, which is what me and George were, were saying that they were probably going to do, was just reskin it and... George just want to get a there. cannonball and just boom. Hit it. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Destroy. I don't like the I don't like the idea of being like oh yeah we'll just repurpose this I mean that it's so lazy that's 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 real realistically Universal's area of expertise is repurposing <laughs> it's called saving money yeah but that's the thing is like you know I knew I was like they're going to do it because that was the thing is online people were already arguing they're like no they'll never take down Tower of Terror it's a classic and I'm like. That is not a classic. That didn't even open with the park. They don't care that it's there. That's some small world or something like that. <laughs> They're never gonna take that. Oh no. no. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. That's the thing too. Or maybe one day. No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, I did want to bring this up for Hunter's sake. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mickey's Toontown for this day in uh, Disney history, uh, January twenty fourth, nineteen ninety three. Mickey's Toontown officially opened. Uh, Disney. Uh, Disney's D23, you know, their official fan club, they posted about it. And I thought it was funny because they had pictures of, like, the celebrities that were there for the opening. 
and they had Steven Spielberg there who was wearing a Dallas Cowboys hat, which I was just like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> well, that's, that's how you know how old this place is. <laughs> I guess. So now we're going to move over to Walt Disney World. We really don't have much. Uh, like I said, you know, we already talked about the Beauty and the Beast um, <laughs> preview is coming into there. So our big thing, and I know uh, um, our friend Nathan, he was there because he was posting online about it. So the Pro Bowl is at uh, Disney World right now at uh, specifically the ESPN Wide World of Sports. But I did want to mention they uh, they had like a special Pro Bowl parade. They had the Denver Broncos receivers, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, Carolina Panthers tight end Greg Olson, Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker Ryan Shazier. Shazier. Yeah, Shazier. And Tennessee Titans tight end Delaney Walker were there. Honestly, like I said off mic, I was kind of shocked that they didn't get anybody from the Cowboys out there because they, they've been, you know, well, I think they, they just wanted, like, a handful of them, and I think they just, uh, they were also looking for people that probably, like, more people would recognize. Well, that explains the Broncos because they're current, uh, until Sunday, they're going to be the reigning champions. Well, and also Greg Olson being there, too. Yeah. But, um, I, I mean, I don't know if you got if anyone that listens has been watching the Pro Bowl because it's boring. It is. But, you know, they, they do have, like, some interesting stuff. I mean, if you do really watch it, it's just, like, you can't help but sit there and be like, well, I mean, this really doesn't mean anything. Because, <laughs> well, it well, means nothing. In the, in the quarterback competition for accuracy, do you know who won it? Nope. Phillip Rivers. Oh, well, he was awful this year, so... Well, I mean, I I don't completely blame him because it was more so his like his yeah. team is lacking. Like they they need to restructure that team. But you know, it's that thing. It's like because of the bad season he had to see him like win the quarterback like accuracy <laughs> challenge. It's just like it seems like Aww. a joke. It's like over Drew Brees. Like come on, <laughs> that's cute. So finally, we're gonna move into the studios though. Um, so I, I wanted to mention this. Uh, of course, like, my sister Courtney is really into this. So the Beauty and the Beast merchandise has started hitting shelves. Uh, I know I went to Hot Topic and Box Lunch, and they have, like, all the Pop Funkos. They have, like... Yeah, they have, like, mm-hmm. a ton of them. Like, uh, for Belle, there's, like, four or five of her. And, and it shows off, like, different dresses, but, like, the annoying thing to me is it's, like, you're showing me it already. Like, I, there is no surprise aspect. Well, just like the Star Wars, when they always release, you know, the release date of the toys, you know? Uh, yeah, but they're they're a little more uh, secretive on it. You know, they they don't release the toys and it's, like, obvious that that's the ones they're getting. Like, uh, you know, like we talked about where they had the, um, what is it, the pilot thing or whatever? The, uh, the landing, uh, the landing people. And, mm-hmm. and I pointed out that that was the outfit that Jin Urso was wearing. But everyone online was already saying that she was wearing the Death, Death Trooper, Trooper outfit. And I was just like, but she's not because she has the sticks on her back. Mm-hmm. That's of just... course, no one wants to believe that now. Like, I'm sure everyone online, well, I, I never thought that. <laughs> I think the only slip-up they've had with the Star Wars merchandise was for this toy you've got right here. Where they accidentally released the uh, right with the lightsaber. It wasn't it like shortly after the movie it came was a out. D- Disney. I I'll give them that though. They released it. It came out because I have it. Uh, they released it like the week after the movie came yeah. out. So people were like, "Spoiler!" And it's like, "Oh, and let's be real." The movie made yeah. The oh. movie made over five hundred million dollars in its opening weekend. If you were going to see it and you were worried about spoilers, you already saw the movie. And uh, 
Kylo Ren, like without the mask too. Oh man, that was funny. <laughs> ah, I still think they did that too much, but I mean, whatever. That's neither the, the, the unmasked Kylo Ren. But you know, the Beauty and the Beast stuff, it's it is kind of odd. Like it's in Disney store, of course. Like the big joke, and I know we discussed it too. Um, there, there was a whole thing where um, they have like this movie collection set where it's supposed to be like dolls that are made like specifically to look almost exactly like them. Yeah, they look, that looks creepy. I, well, I don't like that. Yeah, the issue is is that the Emma Watson one looks awful. Like her head is humongous. It, it looked like Justin Bieber. But um, <laughs> well, I saw I saw them in person the other day, um, and the, that's the thing is. It, it really looks like her. Like, the face looks exactly like her. Right down to the freckles. It's just the... The neck is tiny, though. And that's the problem, is they made the neck so small that it, it doesn't her, look right. Makes her look like a Bratz doll or something. Yeah. Um, and, but then, like, they, they do do a good job. Of course, the Beast one looks really great, but it's like, I mean, he's a creature. He's a yeah. Thing. Yeah, he's a creature, so it's like, that can't be hard. The one that impressed me was the Gaston looks exactly like the actor and i was just like man that is like dead on with that <laughs> like i saw it and i was just like this is impressive that they were able to do that i mean i know like the way they do it because of course what is it the rock and uh channing tatum talked about that with the uh with the gi joe dolls that they did for the movies where uh they have like a scanner and you stand in it and for like 10 minutes you stand there as they scan you so whatever face you're gonna make for it you have to make the face and be able to hold it for it to scan you. So it's just like, man, that's intense. <laughs> just uh, smile. So, <laughs> some of the merchandise for Beauty and the Beast is pretty cool though. Like they they have um they actually have like a purse at the Disney store and it's made to look like a book. So which uh my wife thought was really cool. You know, I'm sorry to interrupt. And just imagine it's like, don't blink! Don't blink, great, we had to start over. <laughs> uh. Yeah. But, well back with the Beauty and the Beast stuff. It's that thing too, though. Like uh, I know I had, we've said it before, but I really don't care for the fact that they're making it. So it's like to me, it's like, eh, whatever. You know, yeah. do your thing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, moving on to more Marvel. So Infinity mm -hmm. War has uh, officially started filming. Uh, yes. The Russo brothers announced it by posting a picture of just a row of trailers. And that was the thing is people were like, oh my god, look at how many stars there are. Which it's like, yeah, it's. Oh. Oh, it's got all of them. I believe I read it's like, uh, it's like three, 350 to $500 million is like the cost of this movie. But they're making two movies, so it's like, uh. Actually, a quick fact that I didn't know is, uh, Dormammu in Doctor Strange was voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. Really? Yeah, I did not know that. It's Apparently they, strange. they had also asked, uh, was it, it's, um... Is it Josh Brolin? Trying to think his name. No, uh, it's like Tony, Tony J, uh, not Tony J. That's uh, he was, uh, Frollo. No, I'm trying to think of his name. <laughs> um, he played Candyman. Oh, uh, the the horror movie one. Yeah, what is his name? I hope Doctor Strange. And Tony, the, Todd. Uh, Tony Todd. Tony Todd. Tony uh, Todd announced that he was brought in to do the voice. And that, but that was the thing is that he recorded the voice for Dormammu uh, because they said they weren't sure if they were going to go with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch doing it. But then uh, he said it was like a week before the movie came out. They told him, hey, you know, thanks for coming out, but we're actually going to go with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's version. He'd probably been more frightening. I mean, 
Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, that that's the thing is like the article was talking about Tony Todd would have been terrifying, but Dormammu <laughs> like was still pretty like I I checked it on my um like pirate app and uh, I forgot I was like they actually uh, for that to be Benedict Cumberbatch I didn't even notice like his voice is very different. Mm-hmm. Dormammu, I've come um, to bargain. Oh yeah, <laughs> and this no. <laughs> I've come to bargain with you. <laughs> oh, but uh, Avengers, that's really awesome, though, that the movie's starting. I know we're we're huge Avengers Marvel fans. So, I mean, like, the, there's, like, a lot of questions, like, what's going to happen? Because, of course, we already see, like, the new set of Avengers coming. So it's a question now where it's, like, you've got the uh, contracts expiring for the main stars, you know, Iron Man... Thor and Captain America, so it's now a thing like, oh, what's gonna happen now? You know what I think? I think the first part of the movie is Captain America's gonna die, and then the second one, that's when Bucky's gonna come in. But isn't there, isn't Captain America well, have two more movies I, or something? I actually wanna jump with you on that. I think that they might do something like that, but it's because... It's gonna be something big at well, the end. Well, it's because Infinity one. War and the, like, story, he kills half the universe. So I'm like, they're go- I think that's like part of the reason why they have such a huge cast is that they're going to kill off some of them in the first part. And then I think the second part is going to be where they have to reverse everything and bring all those people back to life. Because that, ultimately that's what happens. Well, yeah, because Infinity War, they got split into two movies and they announced that the first part's just Infinity Wars and the new one's an untitled one. But I can, I can get behind that. My thing, I don't know if they'll kill Captain America off, but... They should. I well, think- I don't... Yeah, I'm not saying like completely off i think yeah, it'll yeah, be a thing mean. where it's you know a fake out yeah. he and dies I, but then he okay comes with back that, as long as they do what they've done in the comics with either bucky barnes taking the helm or with uh, falcon taking the helm for a little bit i don't want to see falcon <laughs> you want to see sam wilson i like sam wilson but i mean i don't want to see him as cap I, <laughs> it's that thing like uh i i know that sounds like awful but like, for me, as, well, for me as a comic book fan, like, I came into the Captain America comics with Bucky Barnes as Captain America after Civil War. So, like, that's my Captain America, you know, with the Ed Brubaker run. So that's what I want to see, because it's, it's a more dynamic with him, because he's dealing with the grief and uh, guilt of all the things he's done. You know, I, I, the one thing I can't wait, because, like, in the comics, like, they destroy his shield. I hope they do, they do that, too. They did it in, um... Uh, Age of Ultron. For a, for a cutscene in a vision. Well, yeah, but that was the thing. Remember, everyone was like, oh my god, yeah. are they all gonna die? <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I know it's gonna be at least something big at the end, like, like to be continued. Like, it's like, oh my god. I can agree with that. That's what. Um, I also wanted to bring up so uh, there was an announcement this week, uh, an announcement trailer for the Avengers. Uh, yeah, the Avengers, like, video game coming out later this year how do you did you guys care to watch that at all i i I watched it it really doesn't show you anything but it was more so just them announcing you know that you're gonna create the team and get to do something yeah and that's that's what i was thinking it's like i'm like it's not even really a hype video but you get like random shots of something about the character like you get bruce banner breaking down glasses yeah his glasses and then there's a broken door behind them that was cool Uh, you get the um what is it? It's, uh, you get the gauntlet from the gauntlet. Uh, Black Widow. No, it's not Black Widow's gauntlet. It's uh, mm-hmm. the Iron Man gauntlet. Well, I see that one, yeah. And then I think you get... I think it, it, was... it was the main ones. It's Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor were what they showed. All right. 
Yeah. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah, either anyway. way, it's like it sounds cool. It's pretty cool. Actually, to jump quickly into Star Wars now, uh, I did want to say I just was watching like a, a something on TV, and they had a commercial for Battlefront VR for a PlayStation, and I was like, Ooh. I would buy VR that's if the, that's if I get that. That's and, the and it only shows the VR I like. <laughs> yeah, it shows the guy put it on, and he's like in the X-wing, and I was just like, I'll buy it if that if we're getting that, I'll buy VR. But for anything else, I'm not doing VR. <laughs> Because I, I think ultimately VR is stupid, but um, if it's Star Wars, I'm going to go. I'm going to jump in. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> you know what I like? Because I know they already invented it, but like it's not really big. They have video games. It's like VR, like you put the helmet on, but like on the floor, it's a treadmill, like 360. Oh, yeah. So basically you run or whatever. I think that would be so cool because you're actually there. Getting winded playing online. <laughs> They're chasing you like... <laughs> Okay, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> that, I mean, that would be cool in the Game sense, uh, like, like you said, you're you're actually kind of working out when you're doing something like that. I always see it with like a military game. So yeah, I guess it would be nice, like uh, as a military member myself, to have soldiers that actually know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like you doing like paintball and they freak out when people are shooting at you and you're like, this is fake. You can't die. Don't worry. Why are you scared? <laughs> gonna hurt me. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a soldier once. We were um, we were playing like a paintball thing at training, and he ran away because uh, they were shooting at us. And I'm just like, it's paintball. And he's like, yeah, but if you get hit, you're dead. I'm like, you're not really dead though. <laughs> I'm like, this is a game. I'm like, what are you going to do when someone's really shooting We're all at you? I'm going to be eating after this. <laughs> uh, to jump back into the Star Wars, though, Rogue One has officially hit $1 billion worldwide. <gasps> which, um, of course, this cements back to like our talk about Tomorrowland being Seasons of the Force. This cements the fact that Star Wars is here to stay for the time. Like, for right now, it is here. And, and of course, there, there's a lot of talk, too, about, um, of course, Marvel. And I know we talked about that back in November with Doctor Strange, but everyone's just doubting Marvel because Marvel's been on a win streak for so long, Patriot style, uh, that <laughs> <laughs> just randomly. Very true. But, uh, you know, Marvel's been on such a hit streak that it's just like everyone's waiting. They're like, well, they got to fall. And, and that's the thing is they thought Age of Ultron would be that. Age of Ultron still made over a billion dollars. Batman v Superman. I don't want to get too big on it. Batman v Superman could not pass a billion dollars. And that was considering it had the biggest opening weekend for a comic book movie. Of course, it did not beat Star Wars. But it had the biggest <laughs> opening for a comic book movie. <laughs> but then that was... Yes. And that's the thing, though. Is it immediately dropped. Just like Suicide Squad had a... It was like the biggest opening for an August film or something like that. And then immediately dropped. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, because people jumped in because they were like, oh, Big Willie's in the movie? I'm going to go see it. And then they saw it and they're like, oh, no, this is garbage. <laughs> and then after that, oh, no, another record of just him. Yeah, and then the funny thing is you get, uh, after that you get Doctor Strange comes out and people are like in love with Doctor Strange. And that was another one that they were like, Oh, Doctor Strange is going to be a failure. It's too weird. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. So I wonder why they made uh, Star Wars in December. It's sort of like a summer. Oh, they've decided that that's their month now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, Sorry, Quentin Tarantino. They're probably looking at it as, 
It doesn't matter. We release it one month away from the new year, and we still end up being one of the highest grossing movies of the year. Well, okay, yeah, so consider it this way. Um, so, like, I, I'm a big, like, movie nerd. I, I don't know if, like, the listeners are. I know you two really are not mm. that big into it. Like, you guys love movies. I'm not saying you don't love movies, but, like, I'm, like, a... Like a I <laughs> love reading about movies. That. <laughs> uh, so, a big thing with movies is it's... Um, it's the release time, right? Because all the studios basically decide on days that they're releasing, but then they also they have to like kind of um, bargain with each other about release dates. That's where you get things where it's like, for instance, uh, Disney had announced uh, what was it a couple years prior um, the date that Civil War was going to come out, and they said this is an uh, this is a Marvel movie, and then. Warner Brothers announced that they were going to open Batman v Superman on that day. And then after Winter Soldier was a huge hit, they they announced officially that Captain America Civil War would open on that day. And what did Warner Brothers do? They immediately turned tail because they knew that was not good competition for them. Because it's like, not only do you have two comic book movies coming out against each other on the same day, but you're making people make a choice because they're two different studios. You're making them choose... What do I want to see? Iron Man versus Captain America? Or Ben Affleck versus the boring Superman that we have right now? <laughs> and that was the thing. is They knew people were going to choose Captain America over it. And you can sit there listening or online and say that Batman v Superman was going to beat it. But it's like it wasn't. They knew that. Uh, and I give Warner Brothers credit. They understood that they, and moved the date. Yeah, they moved the date, and That's they smart. they made it come out in, uh, what was it? It was like late March, early April, because right. they knew they are like, there's no way we're beating that movie. But then, of course, they had a huge opening, and they thought they had something going, but then when it dropped off, uh, there was a lot of talk, um, of course, that, like, the studio is very mad. Like, uh, and, and I know this is, like, uh, we're still on a derailment, but... Dwayne Johnson, who is in talks to be Lobo or whatever, like that's the or the Black conversation Adam. is that yeah, oh yeah, that's it. He's not gonna be Lobo anymore. That's right. He's yeah, gonna he, be Black, Black Adam, Adam, which is the villain of uh, Shazam. Um, but that's the thing. Uh, actually, it's not Shazam. What's his name? Um, Mister Marvel or whatever. Yeah, it's he? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. His comic book is Shazam. Shazam is the code word that he uses to turn into yeah. Captain Marvel or whatever. Wait, Dwayne. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. He's, be in... he, he's already announced that like for years. For yeah. But he just posted a little while ago that he just had a meeting again with DC. And he said in his uh, in his Twitter update uh, talking about it, he said that DC is completely changing the tone of their movies. And he said, you're going to uh, you're going to first see it in Justice League. And that's the thing, though. And, you know, we've discussed that, too. That when you saw the Justice League trailer, you could tell there was a different tone than what you were already seeing in Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, though, is that DC was trying to go hardcore on being like a more adult-oriented, a darker version. But ultimately, the crowds decided they don't care. They don't want to see it. And the writing isn't good. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of reports that people, uh, their children were making them leave Batman v Superman because their children were scared of it. And that's the thing is, it's like you don't, you can't have you're, that. You're a comic book movie. Your your I biggest mean, audience. Is look at Captain kid. America: Winter Soldier. It made like what was it, seven hundred million dollars? And that was considering at its basis. No matter if people want to get on a whole hype train about 
It's a sequel. It's a Marvel sequel. It's Captain America. The thing is, is that it was a spy movie. It was a spy political thriller movie and ended up being a huge success. And that was considering that people did not think it was going to do well because of that. And, and of course, they, Marvel has been doing that with every movie. Guardians of the Galaxy, they were like, no one's going to see this. No one wants to see it. It was, it's one of their biggest hits. I think it's actually their highest grossing, um, uh, whatchamacallit, um, intro movie. Okay. So it's like, you know, that's the thing is it's like ultimately Marvel is reigning supreme. But <laughs> before I got on my whole diet, uh, like crazy train, going back to Star Wars, the thing is, is that Disney, they know, they know eventually people are going to get tired of Marvel. And, and that's why, like, people already knew that when they announced the whole Expanded Universe and the movies for Star Wars, that Disney is planning for that to basically take the place of Marvel. Because they know people are going to get tired of comic book movies, which people are already getting. And, you know, we know that. Like, we've heard it. Right. People this summer were complaining about how many uh, comic book movies there were. But they know that Star Wars is that movie now. Star Wars can take that. But way back to our original point with release dates. So the thing is, is that summer is blockbusters. And right. that, and as we've seen, that's basically going to be the time for superhero movies. Because you get X-Men, uh, Civil War came out in the summer. Like, that's where all of them are going to come out. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is coming out in the summer. Yeah. November is when animated films come out. That's why you get Trolls and you get... Um, uh, Moana, but then you also get like a couple jump-ins where you've got Ant-Man came out in November and you get uh, For instance, Doctor Strange came out in November. Of course, November though is widely considered the Harry Potter month because that's when every Harry right. Potter movie came out But that's because they took that month and they made it their own Of course Twilight took a little bit of it and Hunger Games did too, but mainly it's Harry Potter it Harry takes Potter, that month. Yeah. now December is one of the months that's considered a dead month because like people really aren't seeing movies But of course force awakens got pushed to December But then when force awakens made so much money Considering it was in December and then there's a lot of discussion on why because there's a lot of people that think that it's because Ultimately there weren't better things to see but the thing is is that ultimately uh, I think what happened is Disney also considered they're like oh well making it come out in December meant we had no competition from anyone. So it was like our movie was going to do well, but if it did well, it was going to do even better because, for instance, like people like us, we saw Star Wars, loved it, and then saw it six more times <laughs> because we loved it that much. Of course, there was nothing really to see, but it's like, why were we going back? Because we liked awesome. the movie. Yeah. So you're saying essentially what they're doing is they're like, well, we release it they've in December taken the month because over. they're like, we can grab a handful of like 10 people and I can guarantee you eight of them are probably seeing our Star Wars movie and the other two are seeing whatever Yeah, whatever is whatever is coming out. Yeah. But that's the thing is they've taken December and they were like, this is now Star Wars month. Just like... We get Rogue One. Yeah, just like November is animated films and Harry Potter. Um, summer is the blockbuster months. Of course, like December is usually like when the Oscar movies come out. Like, I know that's, like, a weird... Like, that's a kind of, like, a whole different thing. But that's when Oscar movies come out because they're not in there for money. They're coming out that time because that's when the Oscars are going to be making their considerations. Right. But, you know, uh, that whole, like, <laughs> ten minutes that I was talking, I'm sorry, people. But 
the whole reasoning is that they decided that, you know, like I said, December is going to be Star Wars because they don't have that much competition. I mean, what, this year they had Fantastical Beasts, and that was really it. Yeah. And they knew. They were like, oh, well, we're going to release ours in uh, December, and people are going to be seeing it because there's nothing better. But then you're also going to have a hardcore fan base that is just seeing it because it is what it is. And, of course, they're doing a really great job yeah. on it. I mean, we've had that discussion before. It doesn't matter. If Star Wars fans, it doesn't matter if the movie's even bad. They'll probably see it multiple times anyway. We did with episode two. Yeah. Well, um, and, and to get further into, like, uh, Star Wars stuff. So, the next Star Wars story is going to be Han Solo. And uh, I wanted to bring this up because... Whatever. Um, so, uh, <laughs> you, we already know that... Um, what's his name? Alden Ehrenreich? Aaron is, is going to be guy? Yeah, yeah, he's going to be Han Solo. Ugh. And Donald Glover from Community and uh <laughs> Atlanta is going to be Lando Calrissian. Woody Harrelson just revealed he let it slip in an interview that he's going to be not only in the Han Solo movie, but he announced that he's going to be Garrus Strike, who is a bounty hunter who was Han Solo's surrogate father. Now, the reason why this is important is because He's from the Expanded Universe, the books. Uh, that, that's from, like, the Han Solo, like, backstory. But that was, when Disney took over, they announced that the Expanded Universe was not canon. You know, it was its own thing. Uh, so, which a lot of people were mad about. But one thing that's interesting is that slowly they're bringing things from that canon back in. Like, uh, like I just said, Garrus Strike is from that. And then another thing, which we talked about Rebels earlier, I'm not an active watcher, I don't really care about the show, but Grand Admiral Thrawn has been brought into Star Wars Rebels, making him canon again. And uh, anyone that knows like Star Wars or knows Thrawn knows that Thrawn is like considered like one of the greatest villains in the Star Wars like expanded universe because he's like a military general, but he's the one that takes over after the Empire falls, and he basically is just like such a great like mili uh, military strategist he's just like taking down the new republic as they're trying to build up and that's like a they do like it's i think a three book series where uh it's him like slowly taking power and just taking over and then they have to fight back against him <laughs> now yeah with all this it makes me excited because I, I know we discussed it off mic i was like so that means maybe some of the stuff that really worked in the uh non-canon stuff now they might bring in which gives me hope for like knights of the old republic type deals to come i mean in. one thing is it saves us from uh stupid things that george lucas wanted like oh, and, and i know i've discussed we've discussed it on here before but george lucas in episode three when they went to kashik wanted to have a young feral looking boy with chewbacca to imply that it was han solo and everyone was like I will murder you if you do something that's stupid. <laughs> or, for instance, in episode 6, when he decided, because Boba Fett was so popular, to make Boba Fett Darth Vader's brother. And luckily for us, his ex-wife told him that was the stupidest thing she had ever heard. <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. The, the one thing I do say <laughs> that I'm remiss about, though, and I know we've said it before, is I want the Han Solo movie to feature young Boba Fett and Han Solo being, like, best friends. I would love that. Like, if that was the movie, I would be just... It's gonna be $2 billion. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah people would freak out, especially if you do it right. 
Like, you could still keep the whole, like, clone stuff, but it's like, he's a person. Uh, and then you could bring in the whole fact that because he's a clone, people think he's less than a person. So he's already got that chip on his shoulder, and he's trying to live up to who his father was, while at the same time he's hanging out with this young smuggler kid who, uh, you know, is just trying to get on his way, and they, you know, they're coming up together, they kind of break apart, and I'm just, like, getting hyped up with my own thoughts. They just break apart, and then you you could get in there where it's, you know, uh, he gets a bounty, and it's Han Solo, and he goes after him, but he saves him. Like, you could have that in there, where he saves him and lets it, you know... Han Solo gets mad or whatever, but then he's just like in his in his mind, he's like, "I saved you, though." Which, uh, which would make sense because he's very concerned about Han's well-being when they. I was just gonna say, yeah, I was just gonna say he's worth a lot to me. Be alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Don't worry, we'll compensate." He's like, "That's not what I'm telling yeah. you." <laughs> so I mean, you and could get a lot of stuff inferred in there. Like now, I would. Now love you've got me hyped for something that won't happen. I know, just like my, just like my, uh, my redo of Hollywoodland. Yeah. <laughs> what? You want to go into our main one now? Oh man. Now we, I did like a solo one like a few days ago, but I even said in it um, that I wasn't gonna like talk too much about it because uh, I knew that this was something we would want to talk about. But the official announcement for the title of episode eight came out, and it's Star Wars. The Last Jedi, and I don't know about you guys, but I am flipping my lid just in love. I'm just yes. like, yes, <laughs> this, this. And I think you said it uh, in, in a couple of different posts that that uh, about what it might imply with the title. I know some people are being weird with it, they're like, oh, they're saying Luke's gonna die. I'm like, I'm thinking it's more like he's the last of them, so he has to train. Ready. Yes, well, um, so I was going to get in on that too. So one thing I want to discuss is, of course, the lettering's in red. And a lot of people have said that because Star oh, Wars, red? the yeah, the lettering's always yellow. Yellow, yeah. So the fact that it's red might imply the fact that the First Order is going to be stronger and basically taking over. Which I'm like, they destroyed the Republic, so it's like, uh, most likely that's true. It's... But I also want to point out that when it comes to the red lettering remember that return of the jedi also Mm -hmm. used the red lettering so to me that just means that we're getting ewoks (laughs) and (laughs) no sir Uh, that is not what we're getting (laughs) well they don't die so (laughs) no but uh i consider them heroes so no i I do i i will say though i do agree i think the red lettering is implying that the first order is in power and is you know the strong one in it uh, now, the fact that it's Last Jedi, what I wanted to bring in that I've had a few people point out to me is Jedi, uh, plural, is Jedi. So they're like, they're saying, they're like, we're, we might be inferring too much by thinking, oh, Luke's going to die because it's his Last Jedi, which means Rey would be the Last Jedi. But as I said, Rey is not a Jedi. Exactly. There is only one Jedi right now, and it's Luke. But it might be talking about, and um, I was just reading a post earlier about it, how Snoke talks about um, they can't let uh, the Ro- or they can't let the resistance get to Luke Skywalker, to the last Jedi, um, to you know bring back the Jedi, and, and he they say, they actually say the last Jedi a few times. They say it in the mm-hmm. in the crawl that he's the last Jedi, and Snoke, like I said, says it. I think um, I think even Kylo Ren says it. But uh, there's that thing. It's like the last Jedi, because Jedi is plural for Jedi. It might imply that 
it's both of them together. And, and I was even thinking that with that whole thing with we ha we can't let them get to Skywalker first is that I think Snoke is really scared of just him because I have a weird feeling that if Snoke is like the Sith Lord and everything that he knows darn well that Luke is stronger than him. So he's like, we have to find him first well, and try to take him down. There's also the thing that you could see that he's very scarred. So it's like he can't be that strong. Like he's probably old and uh, down. Yeah, brittle. So it's like he needs he needs Kylo Ren. But um, you know, we'll we'll see what we get out of there. What what are your thoughts, George? Uh, I just hope Kylo Ren doesn't end up being a good guy again. I hope he just dies. Oh, no. like, I don't even. He's not gonna die. I, he's not gonna die. But my no, thing is, he's the main villain. I of want this him trilogy. to. I want him to stay the villain and just be like, he's not redeemable, guys. He's a bad guy. He killed his father. I personally, I think that what they're getting at is he is gonna be like a villain that redeems himself in the end, Darth Vader style. But I, I think not. ultimately, he's going to. I think he's gonna kick it in the last one. That's what I think, yeah. But I think it's going to be the same way Darth Vader style. He's going to redeem himself in, like, his last uh, step. Probably killing Snoke. Uh, but, like, getting himself killed in the process to redeem himself, you know, to everyone. Which I would be fine with. Well, like, my thing with Kylo Ren is, first of all, keep the helmet on. I don't need to see your ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> or could you hear it? <laughs> Well, no, it's it's the thing. Like he looks so amazing in in the uh, helmet. Like I know they paid money for the actor, but it's like I want him in the helmet. His uh, voice too, it's sick. Otherwise, yeah. he's gonna keep getting scarred like he did in the first go around. Yeah, and then that's the thing too. Is like they, I mean, I will give it. They kind of overpowered Ray at the end, but I think it was that thing that he was, you know, he was injured, and he wasn't so expecting her to do that. It's like I want to see him like taking on that role the Darth Vader style. I want this next one. I'm hoping that it has a thing where when they fight again, that it's that thing where he's like, you know, obviously taking it easier on her because he's trying to not kill yeah, her. Yeah, he's trying to sway her his way. I I really want a segment in this film about the, the Knights of Ren because we don't get a lot off of them. Well, All I mean, we know is that, is that apparently Kylo Ren's like a champion of theirs or something like that. Well, he's the last uh, knight of Ren. Yeah. See, maybe but, maybe um, he destroyed them all then. If you if you like read <laughs> if you like read into like the Star Wars stuff, there's a whole thing where it's like the Knights of Ren. What it, it's like one of those things where it's like they they were very vague on purpose uh -huh. because a big thing if you watch like the whole thing on the um, Blu-ray, like the I think it's like four part. Uh, documentary thing jj abrams wanted to bring back more of like the style of star wars where you're it's very vague because you're building the stuff in because it's like if they give you everything it's not as great that's true like you know the backstory on nines i don't need that because all i needed was him coming out and saying traitor and pulling out that uh, baton that's all i needed i didn't need to know that him and finn knew each we're other like and this, trained each other like or friends. were in training with each other it's like i don't need that they're not best friends his his friend's the one that died that's right that's right yeah but you know what i mean i, I, I don't need, need to know that i see the traitor and i just see that moment yeah i actually just really quick to add on to the whole like things that this might imply I, i'm even i think i might be in a, in a different area here but i'm starting to think that maybe even luke is starting to sway towards being a gray jedi in the sense that 
You know how in the first three he he know he goes into it. It would explain being why his beard is gray. <laughs> yeah, but see, I'm thinking that maybe now uh, after everything that happened with Kylo Ren, he's sitting there like, you know, we really can't have the good without the evil in it, and we can't have the peace without the eventual build up to another war. Yeah. Thus making him a great Jedi, and maybe. Yeah, I, it is Rey that's going to eventually be the last Jedi because she might be the last pure light side. Well, I don't think it's that as much that. I think you're. I think you're on the right track. I think you're going to get him being more gray side that he's just like, oh, you know, I failed. I'm not a great Jedi. Blah 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 blah. But I think ultimately she's going to sway him. But at the same time, that it's going to be about like bringing the Jedi because of course he went to the original Jedi Temple mm-hmm. and that's what the steps are. I think the uh, the big thing with that is that um, he's going to like come back to the whole idea of bringing forth a new era of Jedi. No, not as like not as like warriors so much, but as peacekeepers and as like you know the religion that they are, you know the yeah, Buddha like religion that they are, and of course um, that that's going to take though taking down the villains. Yeah, the, obviously not the Sith, but you know the Knights of Ren and stuff like that. Mm. I agree with that. Yeah, okay. I can get behind that. I'm, of course, ultimately, the thing is is that we don't know. We're mm-hmm. just going to keep making our own stuff up, and then hopefully they live up to it. Like, uh, just like with my Boba Fett and Han Solo <laughs> thing. Hopefully theirs is not awful, because I've got one that's great already. Maybe they should just hire us on to throw ideas their way. <laughs> Maybe they're already listening. <laughs> So we want to thank you guys for listening all the way through. Hope uh, you guys got a lot of Star Wars out in there. I know I did. But uh, <laughs> but once again, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, make sure to follow us on Spreaker and subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you can, just go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Hopefully five-star. It doesn't have to be five-star. but um, you know, Just write a comment, too. Yeah, reviews uh, help keep us up there uh, as like a... You know, one of the top searches. I know right now if you... Uh, I'm just going to brag. If you put into the search bar 3GU, we come up as like one of the top results. And that's considering there are a ton of three guys like podcasts already. Yeah. So we come up um, as one of the top results. So thank you guys, of course, for the reviews that we have been getting. Ooh. But, you know, give us some more. And like I've said before, if you want to go ahead and... Uh, Contact me, just uh, email me at geodisney113 at gmail.com. Hit me up on, so, uh, well, not really that many, but uh, on Twitter, I'm geodisney. Uh, you can also get me at geocomedy. That's my stand-up uh, Twitter handle. And at the same time, you can also visit us on our actual website, which is geocomedy.com slash 3GATM. Uh, I want to thank Nathan for being at the Pro Bowl for us. Yes. Guess who? Guess who's not at the Pro Bowl though? The Patriots. The Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> we win. Oh. You're welcome, Nathan. Your team got to be there, so you could see them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, I want to thank you guys again. Um, uh, any last thoughts you guys want to throw out there? No. Nope, uh, but if you want to, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at uh, the Disney Guy Two Four, or on Twitter at Hunter Three G ATM. You can follow me on Instagram, J182. Uh, once again, I want to thank George, though, for producing the podcast. Uh, when I do those solo ones, I'm going to have to start sending them to him so that they can sound better than just straight audio. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, seriously, thank you guys. Uh, I do also want to brag another second. 
our subscribers are super uh, huge. Like for us, like I'll, I'll be honest, we really never looked at them, but you know, we we are crossing. Uh, we crossed over the 200 threshold, and I I honestly didn't didn't think we'd hit that because I mean a couple. What was it? A couple of weeks ago, I looked at it and it was at 180, and I was just like, I mean, that's great. Yeah. And we just crossed over 200, so I'm just like, dude, this is going well. So, thank you guys seriously for listening. Yes. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah, very obviously, you guys. I hope you guys are enjoying it. I hope you're not just listening, just like at home, like angry, like shut up, man, stop <laughs> talking about DC movies. But uh, you know, seriously, thank you guys, and um, you know. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. So see you guys later. Hey, thanks, Dave. Yes, thank you, Dave. Dave. See you later, guys. Peace out. Ka-chow. Cold steel!